What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Bulls' upcoming week, a little bit about their loss against the Memphis Grizzlies last week, as well as their record against winning teams. We'll also be jumping into the mailbag with several topics. We'll do all that right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, so as Bulls fans know, they had a tough loss against the Memphis Grizzlies in which they battled back in the fourth quarter, but the come the comeback just fell short. And it ended on a basket, uh, well, an att- a shot attempt by DeMar DeRozan in which, like I said, it should have either been a foul or it should have been a jump ball. Something should have been called there. And for Bulls fans, especially like one of the viewers, Keith, who watches this a lot, who don't understand what ball movement is, ball movement isn't just don't ju- doesn't just rely on the fact that DeMar DeRozan didn't pass the ball. It's more than that. To pass the ball, right, people have to move. You have somebody just standing still, which they did on that last play. If DeMar would have tried to pass out of that, more than likely it probably would have been, been uh, turned over. But with that being said, a lot of the, the things that we're seeing with the Bulls are things that I've been talking about for a while is the lack of ball movement. That is the biggest thing. One of the common things that you see with this Bulls team is uh, big third quarters get, that get thrown away. And then on top of that, when 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 crunch time really comes, they there is no ball movement. There is no no ball movement at all. You want to see those two things improve. Um, with that, you know, and it the the game it was such electric, right? When it, and it felt like the Bulls were going to come back and win that game. It it really did feel like it. You know, they they came up short. John Morant is a great player. I love seeing John Morant play. Um, but it just sucks when it's against your team, right? And overall, this Bulls team, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll get into that, right? Fuck it, let's go ahead and talk about it now. The Bulls being two and two and twelve against winning teams, um, and you know Bulls fans will will immediately go to either blaming it on Vooch or blaming it on Billy Donovan. The thing that I want to say with with Vooch is that it's easy when Vooch has tough games to blame it everything on him. But this the Bulls' problems doesn't rest just on him. There are some structural issues, and this is things that I've talked about on live streams before. There are some structural issues just in the game plan. Now that is more towards the coach. I do have issues with Billy Donovan's. Um, adjustments uh, in in a, in a big way. The adjustments are a big reason uh, or a big th- issue I have with the Bulls team um, and, I, and their coaching. I just don't feel like Billy Donovan always makes the right adjustments. And even if you look at the end of that Memphis Grizzlies game, the play that was called, you had Kobe White inbounding. You, first of all, Vooch shouldn't have been in the game in, in that crunch time, in my opinion. W- w- I understand it that they, that they brought in the Bulls' best three-point threats. But at that point, Vooch had been 0 for 4 from 3. Tristan Thompson, his defense and his offensive rebounding uh, ability as well would have been, I think, better in there in case that the Bulls did get a a good open 3 and they missed it. They could have got another shot with Tristan Thompson being in there. I really don't see why Vooch was in that game. I know there's been a common thing. That is not to jump on the bandwagon of, 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 you know, why was Vooch in the game. But but Tristan Thompson, I think, should have been in the game at that point. And then on top of that, the play that was run, the fact that it it ended on a play for DeMar in the mid-range, hoping for a foul a foul shot. That's not enough to get it done. That is just not enough to get it done. You had Kobe White out there, who had been playing really well down the stretch. You had Zach Levine, who had a, well, uh, a, a good game overall out there. You should have run a play for one of those at the three-point line. I get it. DeMar's been the king of the fourth. I understand all that. But that is a coaching issue. As far as Bulls fans jumping on the on the Vooch hate, it's just going to be something that happens. We know when we know Vooch started off the season not playing good. He had a great stretch, then he started playing not good again, and then he's had another great stretch before the last two games. Vooch is going to work himself out. But one thing that I always want to point with is that Vooch, 
in the top 10 statistical category of this position. You're not going to replace Vooch with much. And you can, it's easy when, when, it, when you're looking at a player that you don't watch every day, right? To say, oh, well, such and such player could have, could have done better. Listen, there's not many players that are going to give you much better than Vooch. It's, it's team construction. Once we have a more defensive minded four next to him, I think a lot of those issues are going to go away. But Vooch is scoring as well. That also goes back, in my opinion, to some of the coaching issues, in, in, in my opinion, because it, it, Vooch should be getting ran in the post more and more. I, I just, I, that's something that I feel that's something that we see he's more effective and he's more engaged when he runs through the post. So that's what should have happened, in my opinion. Everybody doesn't have to share that. But let's look at the Bulls' upcoming week. So the Bulls have the Heat today. We have Atlanta Thursday and the Bucks Friday. These are all right now playoff teams. And like I said, this next stretch, not even just this week, really the next 10 games are all going to really tell where the Bulls sit. Wherever the Bulls sit in the playoff run by the end of that, that is probably where, where they're going to remain. So, you know, this whole thing of the Bulls being top of the East, this run, like I've been saying, seeding doesn't matter to me. Getting healthy matters to me. But we're really going to see and be able to match up against better teams and better competition and see where we really sit amongst the other top teams in the NBA. This stretch is going to be important for the Bulls. It's going to be important for how they play, important for how uh, they, 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 this is going to be, this is a string of playoffs atmosphere games that the Bulls have, not just this week, but in the, in the, in the, even the games after that. Seating, for those who worry about seating, don't be shocked, right? Do not be shocked if the Bulls are fourth by the end of the next 10 days. Don't be shocked. If if the fourth, and then they stay there. For the rest, we'll see if they go on a run once everybody gets back healthy. But don't be shocked. But even with that being said, still, when the Bulls are fully healthy, let me be clear, they have the ability to beat anybody in this league. But they need to show it. This next stretch of games, the Bulls have to come in and really show the fight. They have to show the execution, the ball movement, the, the, the being active on both sides of the ball. All those things need to come true in the next in the next week, but also the next 10 to 15 games as well. It's not getting easier from here to the beginning of the playoffs for the Bulls at all. Nothing's getting easy. And like I said, somebody asked in a live stream, I believe it was a live stream after the Memphis game, what, who do you see as a surprising first-round exit? And while I don't see the Bulls as a first-round exit, let me be clear. The Bulls, if the Bulls end up facing the Cavs in the first round, that is going to be a very tough first round. Now, I trust my Bulls to be able to pull it out, but that's going to be a very tough round for the Bulls. The Bulls need to get their shit together. And that what that what that's by everybody on every level. That is the coaching staff. That is the players when they need to stop standing out there and being spectators at certain times. That is DeMar and Zach making better decisions that lead to turnovers at times as well. And that also is Vooch playing better, right? Vooch being more consistent. When Vooch is playing great, this team, this team's offense is damn near unstoppable, even with Lonzo and Alice Caruso being out. We need Vooch to play better. We need Vooch. And again, I know he was matched up against Steven Adams, who is one of the toughest uh, son of a bitches in the league. Right. We know that that is not to take anything away from there, but we need Vooch to be good, especially leading into the playoffs. And the Bulls need to look at these next 20 games, 19 games. No, it's 20 games, next 20 games and really look at themselves and define, right, define themselves heading into the playoffs. And that's what I hope that this team is going to do. Um, but let me know your thoughts on everything down below. The Bulls upcoming week, the game against Memphis, which you guys have already sounded off on, really. But if you have any lingering thoughts on that. Bulls being 2-12 and 12 against winning teams. Let me know all that down below. Let's go ahead and head on to the mailbag. This worst for... Raw sugar from hair care to body wash to lotions and more is made with cold-pressed extracts from clean, good-for-you ingredients, delivering a raw clean that infuses your senses with raw joy. Raw sugar, available at your local Target. This first voicemail is from Beans the Comedian. Yo, what up? This is Beans the Comedian. 
do want to uh, come and check in with you, bro. Uh, last game, last night against Atlanta, bro. Tristan Thompson, man, I thought this dude, bro. Like he he's legitimately what we needed off the bench. You know what I'm saying? And then I think by him being there, that's gonna put a lot of pressure on Boots to get better because Tristan Thompson is a starting center in this league. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, Boots could probably move to the bench if he if he you know what I'm saying? If he don't get his shit together. You know what I'm saying? Because Tristan Thompson can easily become the starting center for the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? So he, he showed his ass last night. Next point or something like that, right? Six boards. You know what I'm saying? Solid on the – Tristan Thompson doing Tristan Thompson things, and that's what we need. So that's all I wanted, man. Just give me your thoughts. All right. So Beans asked about Tristan Thompson. Listen. Tristan Thompson is not going to be the starting. Like, and you, you, you've hear, heard other Bulls fans. We have to stop being prisoners of the moment. That Tristan Thompson is not going to take the starting position from Nikola Vucevic. It's not going to happen, people. There's no world in which that happens unless it's injury. Tristan Thompson is not going to take. We got to stop with that. We got to stop being prisoners of the moment. And that's not to come down on, on beans because there are a lot of Bulls fans that share that sentiment. Tristan Thompson is not going to be the starting center on this team. It's not going to happen. We're not even going to see many him probably be the starting power forward. We're not going to see many minutes of him and Vooch together. So with that being said, we got we got to stop with that. And, Tr- and that's not to take away. Tristan has played great in his minutes, right? I really like what I've seen from Tristan Thompson. I even want to see him play more minutes, but he's not going to be the starter. I, 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 I don't think that at all. I don't think there's a chance of that, but let me know down below. Maybe you guys think I'm off kilter with that one. Let's go to the next one. This one is a long one from Jamal. What's up, Hayes? It's your boy Jamal back again. Another voicemail for you, man. And um. Like you, I listened to that interview between Michael Reinsdorf and Bulls Talk and, and all of them, and I got to say, every, it seems like the Bulls are going in the right direction more and more as each day passes. And hearing these news from Michael Reinsdorf about them maybe, you know, being prepared to go into the luxury tax and understanding that if they want to build a championship team, that they are going to have to spend the money is really good news to hear. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think we really have to give all credit and praises due to AK and Mark Everson for the job that they've done with this team. They they not they they haven't just built a really winning a good team or a winning team. They changed the entire culture of the Chicago Bulls landscape. These men came in with a plan and they acted on that plan aggressively. Even during times when we thought they weren't making moves, they were making moves. I didn't know that they had DeMar DeRozan on their uh, trade board back in 2021. They've been targeting this man for uh, since the trade deadline of last year. And so that's why I was so shocked when we got him in the offseason because I was like, I didn't even know he was on their way though. Turns out, yes, he was. And not only are they out there making moves, they, they, they came in and changed the entire culture of the Chicago Bulls. Just letting the league put the league on notice. Uh, especially all the players on notice, this is where you want to be at. There's no reason why the Chicago Bulls, being in Chicago, even with as total Chicago windows can be, should not be able to attract big-name free agents to their market. But we ha- but the Bulls have always had a reputation for being cheap, not caring their players, not caring about their players, not wanting to go into the luxury tax, things like that. And A.K. and Mark Eversley, Mark are now changing that culture and letting it be known. We will take care of our players. We will make sure you get your bread. And we have no problem if we have to go into that luxury tax if it means 
being a contender, being a favorite, and being a champion. And that is something that is really excellent and great to hear. And that's what's got me so excited for the future of the Chicago Bulls. Let me know what you think, man. As always, see where and go Bulls. All right, and Jamal is reacting to Michael Reinsdorf interview. And the one thing that I want to say with this, and I agree, as somebody who's been a Bulls fan all their life, the Bulls fan has very much, while we're big, we're a huge market team, right? I think we're, I, I, is it the third largest market? I know we're in the top five, so don't, don't, don't quote me on that one. Um, and we've always operated similarly to a small market team. And one of the things that it seems like Michael Reinsdorf does realize, it, it may be the combination of AK and Eversley, it may be just seeing the, the excitement around the team, seeing what AK and Eversley were able to build while staying under the tax. But the Bulls operating as a big market team, right? That means going into the tax to keep your players. That means going into the tax when it comes to certain trades, if it, if it just improves your team and makes your team that much more of a contender. That's what I'm excited for to see in this next stretch of, of this era of the Bulls. That Michael Reinsdorf interview, I have a whole video on it, but it did leave me with a positive feeling of the fact that, okay, now I, at least in the back of my head as a Bulls fan, it's so long, like the Bulls are going to avoid the tax. The Bulls are going to avoid the tax. The Bulls are going to avoid the tax. It really does seem like for the first time, we have a legitimate front office and, and staff that is saying, hey, no, we are willing now to go into the tax if it means keeping us a contender. And by that being said, I really hope that that comes true. I really hope all those things, because listen, this team is close. This team is close. We have a lot of issues. But this team is very close. You can see easily with the right couple of moves in the offseason, us going from a team, a scrappy team that has potential, right, that can contend to a team that's looked at as a, def a, a, a definite contender in the Eastern Conference and the NBA with just some slight changes. But again, I still want to see what this team looks like fully healthy. We've still yet to see this team fully healthy, so I don't even want to buy too much on exactly what moves we need to make. But with that being said, I am really excited for a couple of things with this team. A, this team is great. This team is great. We've dealt with injuries all season long. We dealt with COVID and shit and stuff like that. So because of all that, you have a really positive team overall. Like, I get it. I get that, you know, the sky is falling Bulls fans and Bulls fans that have legitimate issues with this team and worry about where we're really going to sit when it comes to the playoffs. But keep in mind, for the first time in so long, we have a legit team that even if you just say, hey, this team can't win a title, but this is a good base to build it off to get to the next level. And again, I still think this team can compete with anybody when fully healthy. And we'll see. Well, that remains to be seen. But yes, I agree with almost everything Jamal said in there. The Bulls, it's just, it's just a positive feeling around the organization and the team for what feels like the first time in so, so long. Let's go ahead and get into the last voicemail for today. And this is from our usual Shay. What's up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, I've been thinking, man, there's a guy by the name of DJ Wilson. Do you think the Chicago Bulls should take a look at him and at least bring him onto the team for some insurance? Now, look, I know what you said. We have to say we just got to get healthy. But, I mean, he could be good for some insurance. You know what I'm saying? God forbid if one of our guys were to get injured. Now, I think we're pretty much set at the center spot. But I think at that power, at that power forward spot, I think we might need a little bit of help. Now I'm not saying that he might that he will play, but I'm just saying just in case if Javante Green has a shoulder problem or some type of injury, or Patrick Williams might get injured again, just in case he could probably fill in. You know, he's a pretty good defender and he's a good shooter. Anyway, tell me what you think. Now I'm not saying play him, play him, but I'm just saying let's just just use him 
as some insurance. You know what I mean? Anyway, peace. All right. And this is the thing. And Shay, this isn't, I'm not just coming down to you with this. We got to stop, right? We got to stop. Like, enjoy. Let's focus on the, the trade deadline is over, right? The buyout market is, is over in a day, right? We got to stop looking at what other day. We don't need insurance. We need people to get healthy. Stop Stop worrying about who we can add. The, the offseason will come when it comes. We'll worry about that then. This time, this front office made the decision in the addition that they moved, that they made. They're not going to bring in anybody else right now. It's I, I, I feel very confident in saying that the Bulls are not going to be bringing anybody else in. We got to stop. This is not 2K. We got to stop being worried about who's the next deal. What's this? Let's worry about how this team can improve, right, as far as their style of play. What, what, what can players do better what can coaches do better let's focus on that right and 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 see what this team can do in the, in the offseason let's stop with the whole what about this player what about this player listen it's not happening it's not it's not happening it's not happening we'll see what happens in the offseason though that's where i stand on that let me know what you guys think down below make sure you're following the podcast at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bull central pod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave us a text or voicemail like you heard on today's show you can do that 773-270-2799 like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.